Hello, and welcome to another episode of Norboard's Builder Insights Podcast. Builder Insights is your best source of information on new building techniques, materials, tools, and codes. Keep up to date with the latest developments as well as tips and tricks that will save you time and money on the job site. And now, Builder Insights. The following podcast is part of a series recorded live at the 2017 International Builders Show in Orlando. Listen to industry experts, fellow builders, and association members as they share their perspective on current trends and the struggles they face in the industry. They also share resources for framers and builders to help them save money and time. We hope you find these short conversations beneficial and that you like, share, and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Michelle, can you start by introducing yourself to our audience? Tell us about your background and how you came to be at the Home Innovation Lab and how long you've been there. Mm -hmm. So I started out as an environmental policy urban planning major in college and landed a job at the New York City Department of City Housing, uh, City Planning, working on housing issues. Mm -hmm. Found it really interesting and really started to recognize just the importance of how and the intersection of how environmental policy worked with um, housing and trying to be able to keep housing affordable. Mm -hmm. So I stayed there for a number of years and worked my way down to Washington, D.C. to work at the National Association of Home Builders. Mm -hmm. And increasingly, as I worked on environmental policy issues, became interested in, you know, how do we solve some of the environmental issues that we're facing in the country without affecting housing affordability negatively, right? Mm -hmm. How do we accomplish both of those? And doing that in a market transformative way as opposed to doing it in a regulatory way. Mm. So I, because I always had the sense that we could be so much more innovative that way as opposed to imposing regulations. Mm -hmm. That landed me a job in Fannie Mae where I got an opportunity to work on some financing initiatives mm -hmm. like the energy efficient mortgage and the smart commute mortgage and then was able to actually come back around working for my former boss at NHB at Home Innovation Research Labs with an opportunity to run the NGBS Green Certification Program, where I really right. saw the opportunity to promote green housing mm -hmm. in a way that could be affordable and attainable by any home buyer or renter. So, Michelle, what does the Home Innovation Lab do? Home Innovation Research Labs um, is a 53-year-old company. We are an independent certification and product testing agency. We have been singularly focused on trying to figure out how to improve the affordability, performance, and durability of housing. And the way we do that is to figure out how to remove barriers to innovation. As you know, being in the housing industry, it's a real laggard industry. Mm -hmm. Innovation moves really slowly through the industry. Yeah. And yet what we know is that if we can figure out how to remove those barriers to innovation, we can make it happen faster. So all of the services that we offer revolve around how do we remove those barriers to innovation? We have a very large market research division where we've been mm -hmm. surveying builders and consumers for 20-some-odd years to see what the trends are in the industry. Yes. We can help product manufacturers who have new products figure out how to bring those products into the market faster to commoditize them and for them to be successful and, again, help improve housing. We certify everyday products Fantastic. in the house. Ask you that. Great. Yeah, countertop yeah. surfaces, kitchen sinks, kitchen cabinets bathtubs, really almost any product that you can think of that mm -hmm. goes in the home, we test to the industry standards that are relevant for that particular mm -hmm. product to make sure that they're meeting that. And which is why our most recent business venture was to start NGBS Green Certification, mm -hmm. where we're certifying entire homes and multifamily buildings to be compliant with the National Green Building Standard. So what are you doing to get the word out to consumers then about what you guys do? 
So we have a consumer-dedicated website. It's ngbs.com. And that's a place where consumers who are interested in green homes and homes that have green features can go, and they can look either to buy one of those homes that Mm -hmm. we have certified and search by state or metropolitan area, or look to rent in one of the apartment communities that we've certified, or if they currently own their own home right now and are looking to do a remodeling job to make that house more high-performing, greener, more healthier, find a remodeler who's had experience with us previously and be able to contract with them. Uh, Why would a builder want to adopt green building practices? So one of the things that we know is that consumers are really interested in the green features that go into a home. Mm -hmm. Green homes are more energy and water efficient, and that means that they cost less to operate. And so, you know, again, back to my Fannie Mae days, really regardless of how much money you make, whether you make $50,000 or $100,000, you have a finite amount of resources. Mm -hmm. Much better to not spend those resources on your utility bills and invest those in your home by having a more efficient home. So that's probably the most first and foremost reason that I think consumers are interested, just because it costs less to operate. And that's very tangible and we can measure that. Mm -hmm. But the other thing is consumers are really interested in having a healthier home. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the things that green homes do is builders have to think about the products that they're bringing in and whether or not they are bringing additional pollutants into the home. Air quality, I guess. Air quality, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, envelopes have gotten much more tighter. Bringing products that have pollutants in them are more problematic because Mm. of those tighter envelopes, making sure that combustion equipment is treated properly Mm. in the home. Ventilation. Ventilation, that's right, and getting that combustion exhaust out of the house. Mm -hmm. So healthier homes are really important to consumers. Comfort. Mm. Everybody has had that experience of being in that house that has that cold room that you don't want to be in or that hot room. Yes, I have one of those. (laughs) I do too, unfortunately. And so one of the things about green homes is that they're just more comfortable to live in. So these are really, they're measurable from a financial perspective and they're Mm -hmm. just very emotional and tangible. It's your home where your family is living. Right. What steps does a builder need to take to meet a green building standard? So the first thing, and as I mentioned, we certify homes to the National Green Building Standard. Um, Unique among all the green programs out there, it was a program that was designed specifically for single-family homes and multifamily buildings. So it really works well with the residential construction industry. And what it does is it lays out a series of green building practices in six different categories. So, for example, the things that you think of, energy efficiency, which we Mm -hmm. talked about, indoor Mm -hmm. air quality, resource Mm -hmm. efficiency. And what a builder needs to do using the National Green Building Standard is to go in and to incorporate enough of these green building practices so that they can be certified at one of the four levels of certification that we offer. And there's bronze, silver, gold, and emerald, kind of higher performing as you go up. What's unique about the National Green Building Standard is that the builder has to incorporate enough practices in every one of those categories Mm. in order to meet the point requirements to get that house certified. So that's the first step. The first Mm -hmm. step is really designing a home to incorporate those green building practices. The certification program that we have is a little bit unique, again, because we have a really rigorous verification protocol. Mm. And what we require is that every home be inspected twice. Once before the drywall goes up, we want okay. that verifier to go into the house and see what's behind the wall, see, see the, the wall cavity. Of the home. Yep. See the skeleton. Is the insulation yep. properly installed or not? Right. Making sure that all those practices that are supposed to be in the home are there and have been done correctly. Mm-hmm. And then a final inspection when the house is done. The verifier would then report back to Home Innovation Research Labs 
we would make sure the report's accurate and complete, and then we would confer the certification upon that home. What challenges do builders face when building to a green standard? So the first thing that they have to probably get over is this idea of having this additional inspection. For a number of builders, that feels like a barrier. They're worried that it's going to add too much cost. It may slow down the process, and they're concerned about that. So we have to make sure that they understand that we have 230 verifiers nationwide that we have qualified, trained, tested, and accredited to do these inspections, and that they're really there to help them through the program to be successful. Mm -hmm. They're not there to sort of, you know, make sure that they're, you know, not able to certify it and kind of report them to some government agency. <laughs> Their whole job is to come work with the builder early on help them lay out what the process is going to be, come to the job site. They even sometimes will do training with their contractors as to what's the proper installation for mm -hmm. insulation mm -hmm. and really help them through the process. So, so getting them over that perception that that's a barrier is the first thing. The second thing for some builders is that perception it's going to cost much more. Mm. You know, they, they sort of think green homes, they don't think of the traditional home, you know, they thinking of some kind of crazy igloo-shaped yurt, you know, out in, you know, <laughs> right. the middle of nowhere. And that's yeah. certainly not the case. So getting them to understand that lots of the practices that we're asking them to do, like proper insulation installation, mm -hmm. are not that hard, yeah. will make the home better, mm -hmm. will make them a better builder. Mm -hmm. But it's a, it's a barrier that we sometimes have to get over. And then the last thing, which has been a little surprising, is helping them to market that. So we have a number of the builders that are in our program that are doing really fabulous, high-performing homes, and they just quite haven't quite learned how to market that as easily as they've learned to market granite countertops, for example. Right. That's what they've been doing longer, and so our job is to help them do that better. But it's a soft sell, I suppose, and, and they need to build that value message. Yeah, they need to build that vocabulary, right? Because, mm. you know, in the beginning when we started the program in 2009, we did get a number of builders really excited about marketing the green program. And oftentimes they would immediately resort to the low E windows and the high VOC, the low VOC paints and all these really technical terms that mm. the consumers didn't understand. Right. And the, but the builders were really excited because they really understood the building science behind it. And so we had to rethink it and say, oh, okay, you, you, what you really want to do is sell those features in a consumer-friendly way. Talk right. about comfort. Talk mm -hmm. about what, what, we, what we were just saying, no hot spots and no cold spots. Mm -hmm. Leave that technical jargon on the side. You can talk to your contractors about that, but right. you need to translate this for the average home buyer coming sure. in. What are the benefits for the homeowner when buying a green home versus, say, a 10-year-old resale home? First and foremost, one of the things they're doing is getting a home that's much more efficient. It's much more efficient from the water perspective. It's much more efficient from the energy perspective. And as we mentioned, these are things that they'll be able to save money. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in a hypothetical situation, let's say on a yearly basis, somebody figures out that they can afford to spend $10,000 for their mortgage payment and, say, $1,000 on their utility bills. Mm -hmm. How much better if they could instead spend a little bit more up front, use that, say, $10,500 to pay their mortgage, capitalize on that investment, and only mm -hmm. be paying $500 a year for the utility. So that's mm -hmm. the first and foremost thing. Mm -hmm. The second thing is, and sometimes I think in the building industry we get a little bit obsessed about energy efficiency, and it's certainly important, but one of the things that green homes do really well is manage moisture. Mm -hmm. And while it's fabulous to be able to save money on your utility bills and on your energy bills, having a water problem and a moisture problem in the house Pretty catastrophic, right? Mm, yes. Much more than what you it might save. It leads to mold and all kinds of... It, 
Exactly. Yeah. Poor indoor air quality, yeah. devastating results that you have to kind of figure out how to fix later. Right. And we know that green certified homes, NGBS green certified homes, have considered how are they going to manage moisture in this tighter building envelope environment so that's not a problem later on. Mm. Builders who've gotten their homes NGBS Green Certified have thought of the products and materials, the technologies they're using to be more durable and more require less maintenance. Mm -hmm. So again, how much better to have a home that you're not kind of constantly have to keeping up after, right. constantly spending money to maintain. Those are things that are really important. Someone can just enjoy the home that they're in. How does a builder ensure they recover any additional costs incurred when building in, in accordance with the Green Building Standard? So first and foremost, what we think is very important, that they make sure that the appraiser is coming in who is valuing that home, has experience mm. in valuing green homes. Okay. You know, appraisers are looking at a whole range of different housing types, those that are 50 years old and very, you know, older and don't have new equipment. But fortunately, there is training available. There are appraisers who are expert at this. And so mm. we highly encourage the builders to make sure that the appraisers that are coming and giving them the valuations have mm. expertise in valuing those types of properties. And this is done post, right? This the, is done. The appraiser is done post, uh, the post build, I mean. Yes, yes. usually. Or they're okay. coming in very kind of towards the end of the okay. process. The second thing is that there is a new appraisal institute green and energy efficiency addendum to the appraisal. Mm -hmm. And anybody can fill that out, including the builder. And what that is, is just a very detailed checklist as to what are the energy efficient and the green products and technologies and features of that home that can be provided to the appraiser so that they can consider that in their valuation. Mm -hmm. The other thing we encourage our builders to do is um, we have a consumer website, ngbs.com, mm -hmm. where all of the homes that have received NGBS green certification are listed. That's a great place for appraisers to be able to go and find other homes that are more suitably used for comps mm -hmm. as opposed to that 20-year-old existing home that's energy efficient down the block. So those are the things on kind of the valuation side that we feel are really important. The second thing is what we really encourage builders to do is to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes builders feel convinced that green is not important to consumers because they don't walk in the door and ask for a green home. You right. know, look at, they ask for granite countertops, but they're not, you know, asking <laughs> right. for a green home. But the truth is that consumers may not ask for green, but we know it's really important to them. So again, builders mm. need to sort of have that conversation and make sure they're talking about that right. so that their prospective home buyers can look at the checklist and all the things they're getting from that that NGBS green home and then go down to the next subdivision where they're just building a code minimum home or an mm. older existing home and sort of see how many... Do a comparison. Do a comparison yeah. shop, right? Just like yeah. anything else and what features they're getting and what features they're not getting. We know that green homes can be sold to every single segment. You might sell it a little mm -hmm. differently, mm -hmm. yep. but every sig single segment is interested in that. So are you finding that consumers are coming in... Uh, are they are they better educated today when they come in to buy a home? Yes, I think they are really better educated because they're able to go on the internet, they're able to do a lot of their research themselves and find information, and yet it's still somewhat of an overwhelming process, so right? Lot, so, so a lot to learn. Lot, lot to learn and, yeah. and important for builders to really make sure that they're selling whatever it is that they have to sell to that to that particular buyer's interest and what their values are. So for example, oftentimes we make the assumption that green is really important to the millennials, and mm -hmm. it is, mm -hmm. and maybe not nearly as important to the older home buyer. Well, what's mm -hmm. interesting is that what we find is that 
Older home buyers are actually most interested in green and need the least selling to because、mm. they have lots of years of expertise in being in not so great houses, right? <laughs> right.、Yes. Back to both of us having、Absolutely. experience like that.、Yep. And so for them, it's a really easy sell、mm-hmm. to explain to them to use their previous experiences of not so great houses. And being able to address the issues, address the issues, and、yeah. understand what the value is. Millennials are very interested in environmental issues, sustainability, but they have less experience owning homes and home ownership and the、mm-hmm. things you need to think about. So they probably do need a little more education upfront、mm-hmm. as to what a green home is, what the value is, what the benefits are. We try to help builders to do that. And th- then the last thing I'll mention is that sometimes we hear about those curmudgeon. Home buyers, right? They don't think green is important to them. It's maybe a political statement. They are sometimes interested in energy independence.、Mm. So energy efficiency really does resonate with them. They think it's really important that we use less energy as a country, and we try to figure out how to manage those needs. And so again, listening, figuring out what the values are, and then just tapping into that with all of those benefits that green brings. Fantastic, M- Michelle. You covered so much, and you actually jumped ahead three questions. I'm sorry about <laughs> no, that. No, it's perfect. So I, I don't have anything else to ask you. I think we've covered everything, and I, and I really appreciate you coming in today and taking the time to、uh, talk to us about、uh, green homes. My pleasure. Thank、right. you for having me. Thank you very much. Yes.、Okay. That concludes this installment of Norboard's Builder Insights podcast. You'll find more of the same great content on our blog, including show notes and links to additional information. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing, liking, and subscribing on iTunes. Thanks for listening.